0: Hey everyone and welcome back to Norris Cove the podcast. So today's episode I've been going back and forth. I normally have a list of you know topics I'd like to talk about. I kind of do an outline and I've been busy so I didn't get a chance to really do that but all week I've just been thinking about what would my next episode be and like you know i love business i'm passionate about talking about business i'm also passionate about talking about self-care so today we're going to talk about self-care and what does it look like for you now, self-care, I believe, is just being kind of thrown around a little bit. And, and just in my opinion, I believe that a lot of people are just kind of throwing the word around. I know that like a couple of years ago, maybe, I asked on my Facebook, like I asked women, like, how do you care for yourself? What makes you feel good? Um, what is what is the way that you kind of do self-care? And a lot of women answer, oh, I'll let her get a pedicure, my nails done, or I feel really good when I get my hair done. To me, it's beyond those type of things yes those things make you feel good and I do believe that self-care looks different to everyone and to whether it's a woman or a man I just believe that it looks different to me self-care is quiet time doing this right now what I'm doing just taking the time to kind of talk you know to you all I like to have my morning inspiration moment where I sit outside with my dog and I reflect on my day the day past or the day going forward. I like to drink my coffee. That's me time. It's very special to me. Um, my meditation time. That's special to me. To me, that's self care, because if I don't take that time out during the morning, I can't care for my family members. I'll give you kind of an example, and I'm gonna stay on. I'm gonna try to stay on, <laughs> stay on the subject. But uh, a couple of years ago, um, I talked about it in my last episode about how I had lost everything. I felt like someone had snatched the rug up under off from under me and I had lost hope. Well, right about that time, I found this out going to therapy, what had happened. Well, because I lost everything, I lost hope, I started to check out mentally and I used to joke about it. I would talk to my sister and I would joke with her about it. I'm like, you know, I just mentally check out. That's the only way that I can cope with what's going on around me is to mentally check out. And I did this for years. It wasn't until last year when I went to therapy, I realized, you know, making a joke again, because to me, therapy was a joke. I mean, it really wasn't a joke, but, you know, I, I was just kind of, you know, not necessarily playing with it, but, you know, just didn't think I really needed it. Thought, you know, I was just overanalyzing myself, but doing therapy so much came out and I didn't know how bad I needed therapy. I was checking out and I was mentioned that to my therapist that, Oh, I just mentally check out. I really don't care what people think about me. You know, I said, you know, my favorite word, excuse me is fuck them. (laughs) I'm sorry for the curse words, but that was used. I thought was my favorite word that I didn't care what people thought of me, but every time I would talk to her, I would say, well, they, or they said this, or they may think this, or they, that they, that. And she asked me, who is they? And I'm like, well, you know, maybe my friends and family members or whatever. She said, you say you don't care about what people think, but obviously you do because you bring up they a lot. And I'm doing air quotes. So I realized, yeah, maybe I do. And I had to own that, that I cared about what people think. I realized also in that process of thinking and caring about what other people thought of me, which I I still couldn't believe it because I really think I don't care about what people think about me, but I had to own it because the scenario just kept playing of me saying, oh, well, they may think this or they, and I said, I keep saying that. So obviously I care about what people think. I still try to say I don't, but I have to deal with that, you know, mentally. And a lot of times we love to say that we don't care what people think, but we kind of do. So that ties into self-care because when we take self-care, and we do the things that we love to do, we don't do mental breaks, we don't do mental checkouts, we tend to not care, you know, because we're worried about self. So that's how that plays into self-care. So with that being said, I was saying that I do, you know, was doing mental checkouts and just, you know, saying, hey, I'm just mentally checking out. Well, I had did that for so long that, like I said, once I went to therapy, I realized that I had checked out so long. I looked at my children. My children had gotten taller. They'd gotten bigger. You know, they had grown up and I saw them grow up. You know, I was right there with them, but I realized I missed so much. I tried to replay the years in my mind. I couldn't tell you nothing specific my therapist asked me that. She was like, you know, name something that really bad or something that maybe happened to you, let's say, in 2011. I couldn't tell her. I couldn't remember. That's because I had mentally checked out. I not only checked out on my friends and family, I was there. You know, I had conversations with people. I went places. I did things. But I really wasn't there mentally. I couldn't tell you. what I did. If you ask me today, what did I do in 2013? What major happened in 2013? I cannot tell you. 2012, I cannot tell you. I can only tell you 2010 I was audited and that I lost everything. 2011, it was everything I lost. That's all I could tell you. But ask me about 12, ask me about 2013, I could not tell you. Not even 2015. And the only thing I really kind of come up with 2015, I thought my daughter was a freshman in high school, but she wasn't. She was a freshman in 2014. So I'm saying all that to say that I had mentally checked out so bad that I had lost my hope. I I thought I was doing self-care things like getting my nails done, getting my feet done, um, taking care of my hair because that's what you're supposed to do. You know, it was like a habit or routine. But I wasn't taking a lot of time for myself. And if I did, I slept. And that's what I did. But I didn't realize that that accumulated or equated to being depressed. So, sometimes you can't, I can't say that you can't mentally check out. That's just the way that I dealt with it. I don't suggest it. And I suggest maybe talking to someone when you are having issues where you want to mentally check out. And I'm so glad I did because I kind of snapped out of it. So after going to therapy and realizing I was, couldn't remember anything up until, the only thing I could give her in 2017 was that my grandmother passed. And that's because you know my grandmother was close, and she was special to me. And that's and then even then, with my grandmother passing, I was there at the funeral when when she first passed. I didn't um, cry. I didn't cry because I knew the relationship that we had, and you know we were close. And you know I knew she was you know not necessarily sick, but she had been in a nursing home. So I just wasn't as upset as I thought I would be or everyone in my family thought I would be. And then one day I was just riding down the street with my daughter and I just lost it. I just lost it. I was just like, I want to call her. I want to talk to her and I can't talk to her. And so I had a breakdown because I hadn't dealt with my feelings because I was so used to uh, mentally checking out. And I had kind of checked out. I realized I had kind of checked out. So when I talked to you know my therapist, I realized that that was the only memory I had from pretty much 2011 to up until 2019, because I had mentally checked out. I was just going with the flow of life. And when you go with the flow of life and you don't, and you mentally check out and you don't take time for yourself and you don't take time to deal with your feelings of how you're feeling, you have to deal with your feelings. You have to deal with the way that you're feeling because it'll ball up and it'll explode and then you'll explode. And then next thing you know, they may be putting you in a, a, a crazy house and that's somewhere you don't want to be. And luckily, and thank God I didn't, that wasn't my final step. But I did have sense enough, and I don't even know if it was sense, but I did go to therapy to, you know, hash out some of these feelings. Um, And speaking about therapy, going to therapy, I remember one day I had to like take my daughter to work. I had to um, get my son to summer camp and something happened. I can't remember exactly what it was. And my husband needed me to do something. And I just felt like the weight of the world was on me. And I was running a little late for my therapy session. So when I got in there, I just broke down crying. And my therapist just sat there and she looked at me and she let me cry. And I just told her, it's just too much. I said, it's too much. I have too much. And that's when she asked me about, what are you doing for you? You're doing this for your daughter. You're doing this for your son, your husband. What are you doing for you? And that's when I realized I wasn't practicing self-care with myself again, self-care looks different to everyone. That's when I started having like my morning moments. So sometimes even before I take the dog out, I'll go out before the dog. I love to see the sunrise. So I love to get up before the sun comes up. Even in the winter, I'll just step outside. I I don't know. I'm just an earthly person. Like I love, now I'm not too keen on bugs and and spiders and you know, all that, but I like to be outside with the trees and the birds and I don't know. I don't know what it is, but that's just my thing, even in the winter. So sometimes in the winter, I'll go on my deck, I'll drink my coffee, I'll put on my coat and I'll watch the sunrise and just feel the elements. You know, I love that. So I realized I had to start taking care of me and having that moment to myself. I don't care if it's 30 minutes. I need that just for me, you know, and I tell people all the time, I'm not a selfish person, but when it comes to my time, I'm very selfish and I have to be selfish. I have to be selfish with my time in order to regroup and recenter myself. So that's the way that I take care of me. That's my process of self-care. I like to read. Sometimes I'll just read a book and sometimes I'll sit here with my husband and he's maybe looking at TV or playing his game and I'm reading my book, but he's talking. So I can't read the book. (laughs) So I need that quiet time to myself yes I love to get my nails done yes and I do my own nails but I love to do my nails that's another thing that brings me joy and brings me self-care is doing my nails I take that time alone and it seems like sometimes when I am doing my nails people are calling me I won't answer the phone sometimes because that's my time I don't want to talk I want to sit there and play in my nails you know and sometimes I even do my own pedicure but to me it's something I can do, you know, it's something that I can do, but still that is, yes, it's a part of self-care, but my self-care just looks different. My self-care, again, is that quiet time to recenter myself, to just kind of see where I'm at mentally, Check in with myself mentally. And I highly suggest checking in with yourself daily to see where you are mentally, just to recenter yourself, recenter your day, recenter your mind. And lately I've been doing more scripture writing in the mornings and that has really helped. So if I go out and get that first fresh air, if I catch the sunrise, I'll come in, I'll finish my coffee or drink my coffee while I do my scripture writing. And I'll, after I've wrote it, I'll rewrite it. I mean, excuse me, I will reread it and relook at it or get, you know, on the app or whatever And just kind of see what God means by what was in the passage or in the scripture. And that has been helpful. So that's self-care for me. Yes, I love to look nice. You know, I love to go shopping. But to me, shopping is not self-care for me. You know, because I'm a hairstylist, getting my hair done is not self-care for me. That's something that I should do. That's something that, you know, of course, I like to do. But what does self-care look like for you? And like I said, everybody is different. Um, I would love to know, you know, leave me a message. Um, I got great feedback in my DMs uh, on Instagram about the last episode. So feel free to just DM me or comment, you know, wherever you are listening and let me know what does self-care look like for you? Even if it's, a pedicure and your nails, I mean, a pedicure and your nails done or your hair done. If that's your self-care, that's your self-care. Um, my self-care is just different. And I just want us to explore more options of what self-care can look like for you. Have you recentered yourself for the day? That's self-care. Have you taken time for you? And I just highly believe that taking time for you is self-care. Getting to know you. Um, I was telling my, I'm trying not to say too many ums, y'all, so y'all excuse me, but I was telling someone, I think it was my daughter, how pre-kids, pre-husband, I would go to the movies by myself, I would go out to eat by myself, um, I just love to do things by myself, I enjoy my own company. <laughs> and I remember back in the 90s, like I said, pre-kids, I had worked a full day doing hair, I did about 20 something people. So when I got off, it's Christmas time, mind you. So it's like Christmas Eve. And I got off. I went, did all my Christmas shopping at one place, like Walmart or something like that. And I said, I'm going to get me something to eat. I'm going to go. I want a nice prime rib. So I went to this prime rib steakhouse. And so there were families there gathered around and eating together and I'm just eating alone, reading a book or whatever and trying to enjoy my food. And my waitress kept saying, are you okay? Are you expecting someone? No, (laughs) I'm like, no, I'm not. So she kept coming back. Are you okay? Are you fine? I am fine. Leave me alone. And that's my self care. You know, I love to eat good. It shows. You know, I love nice things and I love good food, but that's my self-care is to treat myself to something good, you know, food wise or whatever that I like. And I love that time alone to reflect on maybe what I'm eating or what I'm doing. And I don't like distractions, but I still continue even after her bothering me like that. I still continue to stay. I still continue to go different places by myself and enjoy my own company and that's okay but now in 2020 now that was the 90s now in 2020 you can go to a restaurant and you may see two or three other people there by themselves maybe on their phones or maybe reading a book or whatever and i love to see it i love to see it i've done it here lately before COVID, and i would see other people and it just makes my heart smile because people are taking time for them they're doing what they want to do you don't always need a mate or a partner or a friend or a family member to go somewhere with you learn to enjoy your own company learn to recenter yourself see what it is that you like and dislike sometimes when we are with other people friends we are an easily influenced we don't know it because energy transfers energy and we don't realize we've picked up maybe some sayings that our friend has said or our family member have said even like being married sometime and when you're with that mate all the time, you pick up their ways and you, you don't realize it. But when we take that time to ourselves, to self-care, recenter ourselves, we come back to who we are and then that way we can be who we are. I'm going to say that again. We come back to who we are so that we can be who we are. And that just means always take time for yourself because it's so easily to get sidetracked in life. And those self-care moments should be reflection. Reflection of just who you are. So many people, and especially younger generations, the younger generation because they have the internet now, we didn't have access to celebrities like like they do they're so easily influenced by these celebrities they're easily influenced by their friends that they see online that they don't really know who they are and they don't understand self-care and the part of taking care of yourself and recentering yourself they go off what they see and they feel like that's what they should do so I'm going to end this podcast, but I just want to thank you all so much. And I want to just encourage you to spend some time alone. I want to encourage you to just recenter yourself. I want to encourage you to center yourself, center your thoughts, and just be who you are designed to be. Take your self care, whatever it may be, and do it often. Enjoy yourself because look at COVID. It has taken so many lives, so many lives. And some people probably had big dreams of things they wanted to do, but they ran the rat race or they did whatever it is besides their dreams and COVID pretty much snatched it from them. And they didn't probably have that time to recenter themselves before they gotten sick and then um, an untimely death. So, Again, I want you to just take the the time for yourself and just think about what is it in life that you want to do? What makes you happy? What makes you feel good? And then take maybe 20, 30 minutes, however long that you need and practice that self-care to get you to what makes you feel good. To me, that is self-care so again thank you all for another awesome episode i promise tuesdays i'm just taking a little break from doing my orders just to come in and chat with you guys i hope that you all have an awesome week and i will hear hear from you i will see you or you can find me here again on tuesdays so until next time you all take care bye